1170. The answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. K show it is Monday and not just any Monday it is the Monday it is the day of the historic summit with President Trump and Kim Jong-un all the way around the world in Singapore wish I was over there enjoying the sights along with Kim Jong-un who is not above he may be the most notorious evil dictator on the planet today but he's not above going and taking some selfies and checking out some monuments and some uh, tourist sites um Interesting seeing him arrive today. So many expectations on this. And in fact, today it's been a lot of competition in order for people to try to out minimize the expectations or, you know, um, maximize the expectations. And so really none of us have a crystal ball and can really predict what the outcome will be. And certainly not myself. I'm not a foreign policy expert, but joining me in a couple of minutes is Kurt Mills, who is a foreign policy reporter an analyst. He's actually got a book coming out shortly about the foreign policy of the conservative right in the Trump modern era. But, uh, you know, I'm watching him, President Trump, right now with Kim Jong-un. And by the way, if you want to chime in on the show and on this or any other topics, because we've got more to talk about tonight, we've got to talk about what's happening over at the summit right now in Singapore. But we're also going to talk about what happened at the last summit with President Trump and the G7. Because G they got their, they they got themselves into uh, quite the snit over there with that. We're going to talk about that. And speaking of a snit, we've got a story of a high tech guru, the guy who who's used to being able to deny everybody else their speech and control the conversations going on in this country, and he kind of got a smackdown himself from some uh, tyrannical uh, people on the left. We've got that to talk about. Um, I, I've as I'm watching President Trump walk walk with Kim Jong Un. I, boy, don't we wish we could be a fly on the wall with that. I'm, and he's smiling right now. And, I, and I, when I got to the show, I was actually kind of laughing because I was thinking about whether or not he was going to say to him what the White House official was quoted as saying the Trump doctrine is, which is, uh, we're America, beep. And I, I posted that on Facebook and I said, you know, I'm not one to throw cuss words around. But I have to say that I kind of would rather have the president, the United States foreign policy doctrine be uh, we're America beep instead of what the last eight years was, which was um, we're no longer America and now we're the world's beep. But but and for those who and that really is kind of where we're at from a foreign policy standpoint. But imagine and many people were so upset today about this. The same people that, that that just gave a standing ovation to a man who said F Trump on live TV. Same people who thought it was perfectly cool for Samantha B to call Ivanka Trump the C word. But suddenly the use of this colloquialism. There's a there's a reality show commercial going around all over the TV right now with a gal saying I'm back bees. 
Same thing. If Obama had said this, it would be considered clever, cute. Oh, he's so hip. He's so happening. But, of course, Obama would never say that because he would never put America first, and that's really what's at the heart of our foreign policy today. And joining me to talk about that and what we can expect from the summit is Kurt Mills, and he is a foreign policy reporter. He's been on the show before talking about NOCO, and now the summit is actually here. Kurt Mills, welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Good evening. Thank you for having me. Hi. Um, uh, we're America beep. That, uh, to me, I actually, uh, the more I've thought about it today, the more it's kind of growing on me, and the more I'm kind of hoping that's the message that's being displayed and being expressed to Kim Jong-un tonight, that, that America's back as a superpower. We are not to be trifled with. I personally believe that this summit is actually happening because for the first time, we actually have that dictator and his regime understanding that we have, for the first time in decades, a, a United States president willing to use military force. How do you see the situation? Well, a couple things. First, uh, I've joined your show at an opportune moment. Uh, the summit in Singapore is slated to start just about now, 9 p.m. Eastern time. 6 p.m. Western time, 9 a.m. Singaporean time. A uh, second thing, uh, this is a White House, of course, would be nothing without drama. And we've just learned that the economic advisor, Larry Kudlow, has had a heart attack just as the summit that uh, just as the summit is slated to go off. Wow. And third, and third, uh, I would say that uh, I agree um, essentially, absolutely. Um, President Trump would not be there in Singapore if he didn't mean to get down to business. Yes. So he is there. Many people thought this summit was not going to happen because they had a little bit of bumps and, you know, along the road to get here Um, with President Trump pulling out of the summit. You know, it seems like that was a lifetime ago. It was only like a week or so ago where he used the old sales takeaway approach and pulled out. Then once it got back on, people were saying, Kurt, oh, he can't do it now. He doesn't have enough time to prep. Then it became the controversy of him saying, you know what? I've been prepping for this my entire life. There, Absolutely. Right? Um, I, I, I was always a believer that the summit would go on. Uh, the incentives for both sides uh, were too high. And I think what you see with the preparation, the kvetching of the preparation, is that you know, even we're about three years now since Donald Trump descended the escalator in Manhattan announcing his presidential run and you see a pundit class and you see a sort of foreign affairs specialty class in Washington, D.C. that is still not used to the approach that has mostly served Donald Trump well. And so uh, I think you just see more of the same with that. Donald Trump is going to be the president is going to approach uh, North Koreans and Kim Jong-un the way that he knows how. And look, this is a man who's 71 years old. And I don't see him changing his approach on that anytime soon. So what is the goal then? I agree with the approach. I think he, you know, he was elected for who he is, which is a man who's flawed, says things he shouldn't say at times, but yet has built a billion dollar global enterprise because, you know, based upon his ability to read a situation to understand uh, who who he's dealing with in the moment and negotiate good deals for himself at every um, level of organizations. He said today and was quoted today as saying that he would know pretty much within the first minute whether or not he was going to be able to achieve his goals with Kim Jong-un. 
Um, you, um, having studied so much about foreign policy and the different players on the world stage today, I, I got to know, and everybody's talking today about expectations. Realistically, we know that this is a man who has it comes from a regime and a family that has been lying to people and manipulating and making promises that they did not intend to go through with. Trump would not be there. He's no fool. He wouldn't be there if he did not right. understand that. So what has Kim Jong-un done to convince Trump and you and others that they're actually – this is different. And there's actually an opportunity here for denuclearize – I can never say that word – to denuclearize the peninsula. Well, I think the president has secured uh, a number of concessions from the North Koreans even before walking through the door. The first thing that the North Koreans have done that sh- to show good faith is that they have secured – a uh, end, a technical end to the Korean War. Uh, a lot of people know this. Uh, the Korean War technically still raged until earlier until raged until earlier this year. Uh, Kim and leader Moon or President Moon of South Korea inked a deal to end that. Secondly, uh, Kim Jong Un has dismantled some of his nuclear technology and nuclear facilities as a show of good faith. The head of the summit, and third, he has released. The North Korean, uh, the, the American prisoners in North Korea, back to Mike Pompeo and Donald Trump of the United States. So, if nothing else happens, if if Donald Trump really walks into that meeting uh, just about now, and it's a fiasco and it's over in 60 seconds, if nothing else, Trump has achieved that. But I think Trump is at the table because he does believe that he can um, achieve some kind of meaningful reduction in North Korea's uh, stockpile and meaningfully uh, enhance the security of the American people by doing so. Well, Mike Pompeo said today in a press conference that they are, to paraphrase him, that there will be terms and conditions in this deal that are different and unlike anything we have seen before. And I'm assuming that he's talking about in terms of verification and other aspects. This is not – once Mike Pompeo got got replaced Rex Rex Tillerson, that's when I really had a belief that the Trump doctrine of, you know, we're America beep is really in play and is really going to happen. Um, what do you know of or what have you heard of that might involve these terms and conditions in terms of verifications or um, I can't – well, I can't think of another way to put it, T's and C's. What, have you heard anything about what those might be? Well, I mean the secretary is correct. This is going to be a situation um, not like any before. There hasn't been a straight-up unilateral meeting between the leader of North Korea and the president of the United States before. So we're not, we haven't seen anything like this. We haven't seen a president for this. In terms of the stakes, um, the most immediate corollary uh, that comes to mind are the meetings between Reagan and uh, Gorbachev in the 1980s. There were a series of summits, and we may very well have a series of summits that led to denuclearization. In terms of what would be the standard um, from the Pompeo side of things and from the U.S. side of things, remains to be seen. Um, but it, the U.S. certainly wouldn't be walking into the room if they didn't think some kind of either close to or approaching or absolute denuclearization wasn't on the table. Well, now, I, in exchange, exchange for that, yeah. um, there, there might be um, the complete pullout of uh, U.S. troops from the Korean Peninsula, something that would enrage Hawks. So it's going to be a, a yeah. difficult um, 
uh, exchange here potentially. Yeah, I can't see him doing that because how would you if, right. if if Pompeo is alluding to increased terms and conditions in terms of verification and stricter verification and T's and C's of any other you know deal that would have to involve uh, you know a, a show of force. Uh, across the line. Um, I, I'm wondering if you've heard, I, I think of Trump you know, first and foremost as a businessman, and that's one of the reasons why his negotiating skills are top notch. You never go into any business any business meeting, particularly not with sales, without an end in mind. And it may not be the close. You're always looking to close for something. Even if it's not ultimately signing the deal, it's maybe getting to the next appointment. It's maybe getting um, a trial for, you know, I used to work for Xerox, and we were always Always closing for right. something, and we knew in advance if we we knew going in whether or not ultimately we were probably going to get our ultimate deal, and if not, we had our backup. He has said that this is probably going to take several meetings. So, if he knows going into this meeting tonight that he's not going to get the ultimate end game, what could he possibly be seeking to at least get out of this meeting? Because, and the reason why I'm asking that is because a lot of crit- crit- critics are saying. That just having this meeting is a win for Kim Jong-un. It gives him propaganda. It gives him a, a, a pick with President Trump, and therefore there's not going to be anything afterwards. Well, if you want to deal with the North Koreans and Kim Jong-un, you, rep, you risk that every time you deal with them. You risk giving them a propaganda wing. win, I should say. And the, uh, the problem is that you have to uh, uh, sort of absorb that risk in order to get down to business. And so I think there has been every indication, especially with this news that uh, the Economic Council director Larry Kudlow is in poor health, and especially with the news that they've cut short the entire visit to Singapore by a day, there is every indication, granted, this is a president who's an hour-by-hour player, even a minute-by-minute player, but there has been every indication that uh, this will be the first in a series of summits sort of a meet and greet uh, rather than uh, the summit to end all summits. In terms of what the president will get out of it, um, you have to remember that this is a president who has spent the last 18 months hearing nothing about Kim Jong-un, hearing nothing about North Korea. And I think there's going to be value just from a face-to-face, um, get what we're dealing with, uh, you know, sort of a, a knowledge of what we're dealing with, you know, for how much fascination uh, there is in North Korea. The Americans need to realize this is the country in the world that is among the most secretive in history. And we still know a startling little amount about North Korea. And so there's value even at the highest level for American leaders to interact with North Koreans. I I think the value, if for nothing else here, and then I'm going to have to um, you know wrap it up here, is I think sure. that President Trump wanted an opportunity to look. It's a completely different situation negotiating somebody, dealing with somebody from a distance via phone, email, whatever. Right. And it's a whole other thing to look somebody in the eye. And that is truly where a businessman who negotiates has his best opportunity to get inside somebody. A, a really good salesperson can literally sit across the table from somebody, get inside their head and crawl around and know exactly where to go to motivate them to get exactly what you want out of them. And I've seen it done myself. I've worked with a lot of masters that are actually on Trump's level. And, you know, I believe that that's one reason why he wanted this meet and greet, because he will know, even if he doesn't have, this is what I'm specifically going to get out of this meet and greet in terms of an action item, he will know exactly where to go from here to get what he wants out of Kim Jong-un. And so I feel, sure. com- I feel completely confident in what tr- – 
President Trump's game plan is. He is not going to be played. And, wh- and at the worst case, we got three hostages out of it. So there's no downside at all for him doing this. I mean, people that w- from the conventional wisdom side, you can't give Kim Jong-un a photo. Why not? That's ridiculous to me. Final thoughts, and then we got to go. Uh, there was a poll released today that shows broad majorities of the American people support the summit. Uh, this is a geopolitical, uh, political, and personal win for the White House. Uh, no matter what happens, the, the naysayers on this, I think, um, are broadly misguided. Yes. Kurt Mills, you have a book coming out. When's it going to come out? Uh, 2019, next year. So uh, look for it. Uh, in terms of uh, what I was referring to, the fights over whether or not we should do this kind of type of thing. You know, uh, Mike Pompeo is clearly driving the bus mm-hmm. on the North Korean summit, and other people, such as uh, National Security Advisor John Bolton, are opposed to it. Those kinds of fights, the sort of war for Donald Trump's mind, uh, the fight over foreign policy in the direction of the Republican Party, that's what the book's about and look for it next year. Well, I can't wait to to see you uh, tell us who actually is going to win the fight, or do you want to tell us that right now? Uh, I, I, it would be, I would be foolish to look at it going <laughs> forward, but uh, Mike Pompeo is certainly in good position with Donald Trump right now. Good. Well, that's the answer I wanted to hear. Kurt Mills, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much. All right. Now, we are over time. My buddy DJ Carrot Sticks, I didn't even introduce him at the top of the show. He's over there. No wonder he's been waving at me. I'm not only passed behind on going to a break, I didn't introduce my buddy. 여보세요. <laughs> 여보세요. It's hello in Korean. Ah, okay. Uh, see how you can Google and find us a clip uh, that says uh, something about carrots. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back. We got to go back from Singapore back to the G7 summit. And talk about that because you know what? There's heads exploding tonight over that because Kim Jong-un's not the only one hearing We're America beep. That's what all of them heard at the G7 Summit. And Jen Kearns from The Hill is going to be here to talk about that when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Halley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Unfortunately, your next fill-up at the pump won't be half price. 
Your next night out won't be half price either. Here you go. I'll take that whenever you're ready. No rush. And your next trip to the grocery store, well, we know how that's going to go. But here's the good news. A quality private education can be had for your child at half price. AM 1170 The Answer proudly presents our private school half-off tuitions. Take your pick from quality schools, including City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, Heartland Christian Homeschool Center, Jump Preschool and Kindergarten, South Bay Christian Academy, Trinity Christian School, Valley Christian School, Victory Christian Academy, Vista Christian School, and John Paul the Great Catholic University. New schools are being added all the time. Check out the complete list now at AM 1170theanswer.com. But hurry, before the school you had your eye on sells out. Then call the half-off tuition hotline at 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. Hi, this is Andrea Kay. And when I lived in Las Vegas, this Southern girl fell in love with the desert landscape. I loved all the rock formations and the beautiful deep red rocks compared to that crisp blue sky. And that's why I love so much Erin Hansen and the Erin Hansen Gallery. She's a contemporary impressionist artist, and her new collection of Red Rock Desert paintings is being presented next Saturday, June 16th from 5 to 9 p.m., located just off the 15 Freeway at 9705 Carroll Center Road here in San Diego. Her vibrant paintings breathe such fresh color into traditional Western landscapes and take me right back into those beautiful desert areas. And each painting represents her unique view of the natural world. This collection will feature pieces in Inspired by Hansen's travels through the national parks and monuments of Utah and Arizona, Nevada, and Colorado. So don't miss it. They'll have live music and wine tasting. Join us at the Aaron Hansen Gallery for the Red Rock Show next Saturday, June 16th from 5 to 9 p.m. Or visit Aaron's page at AaronHansen.com. That's AaronHansen.com. People who consistently do what's right can be hard to find these days. Larry Elder here, the sage from South Central, with my good friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Aaron, you represent this ethic. That's why I've recommended you to my friends, and they love the work you've done for them. Thank you, Larry. Coming from you, it really means a lot. You are one of the smartest people I know. So, friends, if you are looking for new windows and doors, take Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll take great care of you, just like we did Larry's friends and family. Thanks, buddy. For the highest quality custom windows and doors made right here for you, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about getting 20% off your entire order and one year of interest-free financing. That's California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been awesome if Trump had uh, met uh, Kim Jong-un, giving it a little gangman style? <laughs> Joining me now to talk about that, as well as what happened at the G7, is none other than Jen Kearns, my buddy from the Hill. Hey, girl, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me on this historic night. It is. In fact, it's so historic that you've actually got a piece coming out on the Hill called The Case for the Nobel. Girl, is it a little too soon for that? <laughs> well, no, not if you ask Barack Obama, who was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize 
a mere, I think it was eight or nine days after he was elected, not after he was inaugurated, Andrea, (laughs) after he was elected, before he had even raised his hand and got sworn into office or, or done anything in the office of the presidency. I mean, look, if all goes well tonight, and we'll know this shortly here, it seems to be off to a good start. This North Korean summit between the two leaders, they're talking cordially just a few moments ago. Uh, but but I think it, it actually there is a case for the Nobel mm-hmm. Peace Prize for President Trump. And you and I know full well that if he were a Democrat, he he would be uh, the first one in line to be getting this prize. I mean, look, look at what he's been able to do. If you, if you think about a year ago uh, that Kim Jong Un and the North Korean regime were sending missiles up into the sky mm-hmm. Um it's just phenomenal uh, to see the progress that's been made since then, you know, threatening our allies, uh, Japan, threatening the United States of America, saying that they could send uh, a nuclear missile to uh, not just Hawaii, but to mainland California mm-hmm. uh, is pretty significant. If you look at how President Trump was able to apply what Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said was a quote unquote maximum pressure campaign. It shows you that Donald Trump really is the master of the art of the deal. Mm-hmm. The fact that um, those two are even at the table tonight is just phenomenal. It is phenomenal. It's, and it truly is extraordinary. And, you know, and it points and, and one of the things that I can't help but think about and you as well, and you kind of alluded to it is all the crazy people on the left who said, oh, my gosh, Trump can't become president. He's going to end up putting us into a nuclear war with that. No, what what gets what puts the United States in the path of a nuclear weapon is sitting back and letting a crazy dictator just continue to amass, you know, um, these types of weapons with no pushback whatsoever. It's it's the lay down to the bullies that put you at risk. And President Trump has showing reminded of the world that peace through strength is really how you achieve peace. And who was it who said the absence of war doesn't necessarily equate to peace? You know, the appeasement doctrine, the peace at any price does not work. And President Trump has shown that. Now, um, you know, we don't really know what's going to come about with this. What we do know is that Mike Pompeo said that their goal is complete denuclearization, and that will involve... He didn't use the term T's and C's, but it will involve conditions unlike anything we've seen in the past. And I can't help but think that that involves some serious verification that we have not seen in with North Korea or in Iran. It's interesting to me, and then I want to talk about the G7 summit with you. It's interesting to me, Jen, that the very people today all over the place urging caution – of President Trump. Oh my gosh, he needs to be more cautious. So the same people that didn't give a crap that John Kerry and, and Obama put us into a deal that, that had aspects of it that neither one of them even bothered to read and involved the honor program, the honor system with the number one state sponsor of terror that killed more Americans uh, than ISIS and Al Qaeda combined, right? Right. And, you know, you're so right about this. We know that the appeasement strategy doesn't work. Uh, we look, need to look no further than World War II to see that. We saw that uh, the appeasement doctrine under Chamberlain didn't work. Thank God for people like Winston Churchill and the seven advisors around him, who at the time they called seven troublesome young men because they thought they were just this ragtag team. Look, they, together with the United States of America, saved the world. Mm -hmm. And as you said, you know, a year ago, uh, 18 months ago, even, they were saying Donald Trump was going to start World War III. Well, it turns out the big irony is the joke is on the Democrats. He may actually have saved 
World War III from happening at some future point. Um, so, you know, it, it just reminds me of what a sad position the Democrats are in. When you have to root against the United States of America and their allies, it really tells you where the Democratic Party sits today. And boy, I'm sure glad we didn't listen to any of them uh, mm-hmm. because this summit tonight wouldn't have happened. And, and one more historic figure, Ronald Reagan, as you mentioned, that peace through strength doctrine. Uh, you just need to take a, a short trip to the to the presidential library up there in Simi Valley yeah. uh, to see the actual president's speech and his actual notes. And he tear down this wall speech. And the president of the United States, Ronald Reagan, kept writing in that, that controversial line. He kept writing in, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Mm-hmm. And his staff, his own staff got nervous. Yep. And I've been a speechwriter and have advised candidates, and they took it out. They kept, you can see the actual track marks in the presidential library, that speech on paper. They kept editing it out. And he finally said, put this back in and keep it in. You can see that on paper. And boy, what what a critical moment that was. And Trump really is showing his Reagan-esque colors tonight. I think it's going to pay off in dividends. Absolutely. I love that about Reagan because, you know, basically he was telling them speechwriters, I paid for this microphone. You know, you put put what I want into that speech. Um, Speaking of rooting against America, if you're just tuning in, this is the Andrea K. Show, and I'm talking to Jen Kearns from The Hill. Um, it was not an offhand remark. It was not a joke for Bill Maher to say, I'm, you know, hoping for an economic crash. I'm rooting for a recession because that's what will usher out Trump. And that is actually something called the, the Clowen Piven, Cloward Piven principle, which is you destroy the system and create agony on the part of the American people so much to the degree that they will start begging the government to come in and control their lives in order to give them relief. And that's really where the left is at. That's they just are beside themselves. That's why they have to they have to try to characterize everything he's doing is wrong. They're even now saying that he should not gone to this G7 summit, Jen, that all it did. He didn't get anything out of it. All he did was disrespect our allies. And that was a mistake going into the summit tonight with North Korea. And I'm saying how what did the man do besides go to the G7 and say, you know what? Things aren't fair. We've got a toxic fam- family familial relationship here, and it can't all be about you anymore. It's got to be a little bit about us. And, you know, they just responded like any toxic family member would and had a temper tantrum, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. I mean, this was like a Thanksgiving dinner with our dysfunctional European relatives. I mean, this could be <laughs> like a European vacation movie. Um, uh, you're exactly right. Uh, how refreshing is it? To see a president of the United States actually go to another country and meet with the top leaders of the other countries around the world and and talk about how things should simply be fair. He didn't ask for them to pay our way. He asked for them to pay their way. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at the trade deficit we have with these countries. $800 billion is the trade deficit. And you look at the dues that some of these countries pay to NATO we're paying the bulk of that. We're paying about 4% uh, of the price to NATO. Uh, countries like Germany under Angela Merkel are paying 1%. And, and they can afford it. It's not that they can't afford it. It's that they're so used to the United States of America carrying the load for them. They've just gotten uh, gotten used to it. They've gotten spoiled. And so for President Trump to come along and say, hey, you know what? We're going to really shake things up here because the American farmer right there in San Diego, right there in California is being disadvantaged when other countries are taxing and putting tariffs on our products going out, the strawberries from California, the, all the great produce that's grown in that state. Uh, and we're, we're seeing an unfair trade balance. Yeah, our president should defend 
people in the state of California, hardworking farmers mm-hmm. and family members. We should we should have someone doing that. And for Trudeau, boy, uh, it just shows his inexperience. It shows why he's the Wikipedia uh, <laughs> president. <laughs> um, it's he, this is a guy who 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 feigned negotiation. So he faked it mm-hmm. when President Trump was there. He was all smiles, all handshakes. And the moment President Trump walked out the door, he stabbed him in the back. And I think that's the problem most Americans are going to have with that, is that President Trump, hey, regardless of what you think of him, he'll shoot straight with you. He'll tell you exactly where you stand with him, whether it's on Twitter or right to your face. Uh, but Trudeau doesn't have that, that same, same policy. And I think that's the problem most people have with it. And again, the bottom line is, hey, they've been drinking fine French wine mm-hmm. and cheese and doing so on the good old American U.S. dollar. That's going to change under President Trump. And that's what they don't like about him. Well, and the, what the left didn't like about the situation is that they're saying, oh, he disrespected our allies. No, what the left doesn't like is that he did not allow them to continue to disrespect us. I love that pic that they're putting out there about him sitting with his hands folded and Angela Merkel has is leaning over on the desk. That was put out there by the left to make Trump look bad. But the reality is, to me, it made, made him look good to me. It was like the Don sitting there holding court and everybody coming in on the day of the wedding. And he's like, you come here today and the day of my daughter's wedding and, <laughs> and you insult me. You know, I mean, really, yeah. that's what it was like. He was like the Don. I loved it. I loved it. They they needed to kiss his ring because you know what? We have been carrying the weight. We have been providing the protection to the world. We've been uh, militarily. We have been providing uh, economic support all around the world to these people. And that little Trudeau, what's the trade imbalance? I think it's like the 290 uh, something percent they're charging us. You know, when we export yeah. there and then he's got to come out and be so weak that he, he can't step up to Trump to his face. No, he's got to come out and, and you know, try to attack uh, Trump from behind the mic. That that was not a good look for Trudeau today. Trump won this. I don't care what the what the left is, how they're trying to spin it. And to me, it was great for him to leave that where he basically said, you know, you know, we're we're reestablishing some boundaries here as he was on his way to NOCO. Final thought before you got to go. Well, I agree with you. That picture backfired on the Democrats. I've been studying body language for a long time. I've been doing it behind the glass in focus groups for about 15 years. A lot of jury consultants do it across this country, too. The body language in that picture, it really is true. A picture's worth a thousand words. The, the power negotiator in that picture, the power negotiator, everybody knows this, who knows business, always remains seated. Who was the person that was seated? It was Donald Trump, president of the United States. The person who wants something is always the person who leans in and leans forward. And that was Angela Merkel. And guess what? If they're trashing President Trump, they don't talk about the one story that they should be talking about, which is that Angela Merkel and all the other liberals in Europe have ruined the European Union by their lax immigration policies. Look at the tragedy that's happening there with women being raped, young girls being trafficked and raped. Uh, it's a dangerous situation over there. And boy, they, you don't hear a mention of that. It's only how terrible President Trump is. So he's doing a phenomenal job. Tonight's summit is a great indicator of that. And his leadership, and as you said, recasting those boundaries at the G7, he's doing a terrific job. I hope he keeps it up. Well, I hope so, too. And uh, your piece is called The Case for the Nobel, and you just may be on it. You might be making the case for him. It seems like you already did here tonight. Jen Kearns, thanks for being here. Thanks. All right. Now, we're going to take a break. We come back. We got a good news story. We had a, we had a rough week last week in some ways. It was kind of a roller coaster of a week. And we actually, uh, since we don't have our candidate meet a Monday segment coming up, we got a feel-good story for you on a Military Monday segment. That's right. Because you know what? We, we're President Trump 
He's a commander-in-chief. We're going to honor him with a, with a feel-good story for the military. And if you want to call in the show, 888-344-1170. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-965-5269. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-965-5269. That's 1-800-965-5269. 1-800-965-5269. Sungarden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Sylvia taught school for 25 years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed. My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh, great. They shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful. Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities. I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, <laughs> if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy it as much. But I do enjoy the activities, and there's a nice variety, so you don't get tired or bored. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit SunGardenTerrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Someday, conservative critics of President Trump will have to reconcile their vehement opposition to him with their love of the Constitution. The latter is most definitely benefiting from the president's massive impact on the federal bench. The Supreme Court, though by far the most important court, still reviews only 80 or so appeals court decisions per year, compared to the tens of thousands of case participations completed by federal appeals court judges. The president and the GOP-controlled Senate have already put one-eighth of the federal appeals bench in their chairs. 
Each of those new appointees, all principled originalists in the mold of the late Justice Scalia, will have more than 400 participations in 2018 alone. Critics from the never-Trump crowd need to balance their criticism with this remarkable record of repair of the bench. Looking forward, I'll bend that famous Carville phrase a bit. It's the judges, brilliant people. It's the judges. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you would like to chime in a little bit later in the show, we're going to be talking about De Niro's meltdown on live TV and the good news behind that, as well as a story, uh, what happens when you're a tech guru and you think you're in, in control of everybody's lives and then you find out you're on the receiving end of some tyranny. Um, but now, um, a feel-good story. Like I said, last week we had, uh, we had a rough week with some sad stories. And so I'm super excited to tell you all a great feel-good story that actually involves my beloved Marines and the military. First song I ever learned to play in the organ was the Marine Corps hymn. Yeah, I could sing a little bit of that for y'all, but uh, it might chase everybody off listening. Joining me now is a Marine. Um, his name is J.R. Smith. He's a, I would call him a former Marine, but once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show, J.R. Hello, Andrea, and you're absolutely right. Well, I'm a Marine. I'm always a Marine. That's right. In fact, my mother has a T-shirt. I'm the daughter of two Marines, and Mama's T-shirt says, I'm not as lean, not as, as mean, not as mean, but still a Marine. still a Marine. That's right. Uh, <laughs> um, so you're actually doing something really special for the military, and I have a lot of listeners, when I put it out there for topics, um, they always want to hear stories about the military, and we in we don't often hear stories about um like you, a nonprofit organization who's actually giving back. Tell everybody about your organization. So our group is called Guns to Hammers. Uh, we are based out of Texas. Uh, we're currently expanding around the country. What we do is we, uh, we go into homes and we convert uh, wheelchair-bound um, veterans to ADA compliancy. We build them uh, bathrooms, widened doors, uh, wheelchair ramps, kitchens, etc. A lot of people would think that our government's doing that for our disabled vets, but they're not, are they? No. So how I found out about all this um, is I have a construction company in Houston. Uh, we've grown uh, very well over the last uh, several years. And, but one thing that kept coming back um, is the appointments we were getting, there were so many of them, were actually for, uh, for, for veterans, and they all wanted to do the same thing. Many of them needed kitchens and bathrooms built and just make their home uh, ADA compliant. And so many of these guys are coming back right now. Uh, you know, the term IED has been made a household name from this, uh, these most recent wars, and these guys are coming back, and they don't have legs, and they're trying to come home and recover. They have yeah. PTSD, and they can't even take care of the most basic needs. Um, and so many of these appointments have been, you know, all we need is an estimate, and we're waiting on a check from the VA. We turn in the estimate, we're going to get funded. And I counted in 23 months, we had 52 of those, and not one of them got funded. So. Oh. I just had I just had enough. It, it goes against everything I'm, that makes me who I am. And I thought, you know yeah. what? Uh, we're we're leaving guys behind right now. We're leaving them behind. They may be home, but they're being left behind. And uh, I just couldn't stand it anymore. So I decided to do something about it. And I started Guns and Hammers, and we raised money through a number of creative ways. And uh, 
we we go in and we uh, we make those repairs for them uh, free of charge to them. Well, God bless you. I'm sitting here th- getting just my blood starting to boil when I'm thinking about the money that of our tax. And I know you're a nonprofit and you're not here to be political, but when I think about the money that's being spent right now on people coming into this country illegally mm-hmm. and the demands yes. that they're making, when we have liberal politicians here in the state of California giving more, spending more and more and more money, right now they just signed a bill that would cost the, the citizens of California $3 billion to provide free health care to them. Meanwhile, we have our veterans that can't even get around their own homes. After, after serving our country, this is an abomination that this is happening. And God bless you, Jr. and people like you that are helping our veterans. How can they get information and help your organization and help these veterans in need? So here's what, first of all, our website, www.gunstohammers.org. Um, uh, Come onto our website, hit the PayPal. Come onto Facebook, share us, like us, uh, donate through that, that, that way. Um, you know, look into us. You'll see that we're totally legit. We're very, we're very transparent. Uh, we're a veteran-run company. We don't take salaries. We both, we all have uh, regular jobs. As I said, I run a, a construction company that is probably well for sure right now the the largest contributor to Guns to Hammers to date, and I, I feel very good about it. We're doing currently. You're on a mission around the country. We're driving around the country. It's our second year in a row we've done this. We're raising money. We're partnering up with microbreweries. Uh, and they are uh, veteran-owned. Many of them are veteran-owned, and they're brewing a special Guns to Hammers ale. They're selling it for a couple bucks more per pint, and they're donating the proceeds to our foundation. As I said, Andrea, we're being really creative here. And you know what? It has been a huge success. We just signed up Mike Hess Brewery today in San Diego. He's got four locations. He makes delicious beer over there, and he is a naval. Uh, he's a commander, a uh, retired commander. Uh, lieutenant commander i believe um and he couldn't he just couldn't love this program anymore um and he he said i want to do it i want in and that's the uh, one of the many creative things we're doing right now to raise money so uh right now we're currently teaming up with a with another nonprofit veteran support group here in san diego so that the money's raised uh can benefit a local veteran his name is De- uh, dennis uh, Fetco, he's a decorated Vietnam vet, 101st Airborne Division. He suffers physical injuries uh, as well as a 40-plus year battle with PTSD. Um, he uh, he had a one time he had a home he worked very hard for, which actually had the ADA uh, upgrades done. Unfortunately, in some fire, it may mean something to you. I'd never heard of it, but it's called the Witch Creek Fire in yes. 2007. Yes. He lost his home, and the insurance did put him back in another home, but they will not pay for his, his ADA upgrade. So we've decided to partner up with this other great group, and we're going to help them. We're going to collaborate. We're going to come together because the, the thing with nonprofits is there's so many nonprofits out there, but they don't collaborate and get together right. and right. we're all about bringing people together so well, that's that's what gr- we're trying to do yeah that's a great idea i love what you're doing i love uh, all the different ways of, of your creativity and, and partnering up with different people and you know that's a great way to capture economies other core competencies of other people these strategic partnerships can go a long way thank you so much for being here jr it's uh guns uh, guns to hammers.com god dot bless org. you god dot, bless you dot com dot com and dot org and thanks so much for having us on all right all right, we are going to take another break, and we come back. We're going to shift gears. When when are you when are you not allowed to eat a chicken sandwich? Wait, do y'all hear this one? More Andrea Kasher coming up.
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Party City reminds listeners to take a moment and recognize our men and women in uniform who are serving our country. Their sacrifices help keep America strong and free. This reminder from Party City, America's favorite one-stop party store for all party supplies, balloons, Halloween costumes, and more. Get your party goods for less. Call 619-295-4200 to find your nearest location or visit them online at stores.partycity.com. That's stores.partycity.com. Party City, on the air because they care. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Hi, this is Andrea Kay, and when I lived in Las Vegas, this southern girl fell in love with the desert landscape. I loved all the rock formations and the beautiful deep red rocks compared to that crisp blue sky. And that's why I love so much Erin Hansen in the Erin Hansen Gallery. She's a contemporary impressionist artist, and her new collection of red rock desert paintings is being presented next Saturday, June 16th from 5 to 9 p.m., located just off the 15 freeway at 9705 Carroll Center Road here in San Diego. Her vibrant paintings breathe such fresh color into traditional Western landscapes and take me right back into those beautiful desert areas. And each painting represents her unique view of the natural world. This collection will feature pieces inspired by Hansen's travels through the national parks and monuments of Utah and Arizona, Nevada, and Colorado. So don't miss it. They'll have live music and wine tasting. Join us at the Aaron Hansen Gallery for the Red Rock Show next Saturday, June 16th from 5 to 9 p.m. or visit Aaron's page at AaronHanson.com. That's AaronHanson.com. With our high utility rates, the last thing you need is to waste energy. If your home comfort system is constantly cycling on and off, or if you have hot or cold pockets in your home, that's a red flag. Proper maintenance prolongs the life of your system and saves you money on energy costs. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air have been honored as a North American Contractor of the Year for providing superior service and top quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They're pretty proud of that award and look forward to showing you how they earned that honor. They offer 24-hour emergency service on every major brand. They won't try to sell you a new system if you don't need one and will never recommend any parts that are not necessary. Call Jackson and Foster Heating and Air for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air. Our family, serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. This is a warning to all household pests, to all cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, and rats. If you've made yourself at home in someone else's home, you'd better hope the owners never hear about Terminix. Because Terminix has the know-how and the means to do whatever it takes to remove you from that home. Terminix has 90 years of experience eliminating home invaders. And they make it easy for homeowners to be protected by offering a free pest estimate by calling 1-800-763-6840. 
cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, rats, and other pests. This is your last chance. With one call, Terminex will remove you from the home you've invaded. If you think you can simply come back later, think again. Terminex will never stop working to keep you out with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Pests. Wherever you are, I will find you. Pests. You've been warned. Homeowners are calling Terminex right now for a free pest estimate. 1-800-763-6840. 1-800-763-6840. 30-day money-back guarantee at participating locations. Limitations apply. See plan for details. AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. So I'm watching on uh, the monitors here footage of President Trump, who uh, is 71 years old, flew from all the way across the world from the G7 summit to Singapore. Uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd still be in a bed. I'd be trying to sleep off the jet lag. But no, he's there trying to save the world from nuclear war after he tried to save us economically. And in the middle of all that, on top of everything else this man has done, to lowest black unemployment in the history uh, of, of the country, we've got you know people with more money in their paychecks. Uh, he's pardoned people like Alice Johnson that Obama refused to pardon. Uh, yet for some reason, we've got the F-bomb by De Niro being dropped on a live broadcast in the middle of the Tony Awards. Are you kidding me? Why the hate? But I got to tell y'all, other people were quick to point out that that's only going to help President Trump get reelected because you know what? Trump trumps hate every time. Well, they were they were saying kind of impeach Trump or, you know, let's get him out of there. Now, you know, with that explicit, it's just like, okay, now we got to deal with him like that. And that's how they deal with him. But my heart sank when I heard that because I'm a big fan of Robert De Niro. And my heart sank, but it, it reminded me of uh, at the Oscars this year, Gary Oldman won an award for his portrayal of Churchill. And he gets up there and he, and he, and he said something really nice in his speech, but I want to play this clip for okay. you. Okay, all right. I owe this and so much more to so many. I have, uh, I've lived in America for the longest time and I am deeply grateful to her for the loves and the friendships I have made and the many, the many wonderful gifts it has given me. My now, now there's silence, complete silence. I isolated it. There's one clap. Wow. One person claps. Wow. Now compare that to this. I'm going to say one thing. Trump. Yeah. Same crowd of people. It just kind of shows where Hollywood's at. Yeah, it, where they're at is President Trump represents America. He rep- When they clap F Trump, they're clapping F all you American people out there. That's just another way of calling us deplorables. They hate, that's, they don't just hate Trump. They hate us and they hate America and they're doing everything they can to destroy it. Just that, like- that applause went on for about a minute and he got a standing ovation. Meanwhile, an immigrant to this country, because Gary Oldman's an immigrant, yeah, yeah. an immigrant who's grateful to this country, uh, silence. They don't want to hear that. Nothing. They don't want to hear anything one, positive one about America. One person clapped. One silent clap. They hate America. That's why, that's why Bill Maher, what he talked about earlier, the Cloward-Piven principle. They literally are rooting for President Trump to fail. That, that, it, that anger coming out of De Niro was anger that he's winning. And what, how is he winning? He's making, he truly is making America great again. They don't want a, a America. 
And that also reminds me of the Twitter CEO who actually was shamed. He was bullied by the LBGT crowd because, and, and he actually apologized for eating a stinking chicken sandwich. And why? Why are you not, why is, it, why is somebody not allowed to eat a Chick-fil-A? Because the president of the, of the country has a view you don't like? How many times do you know, how often do you know the views of yeah. the president CEO of a, of a company? I have no idea. They of hire the, gay people? All the products that I yeah. use and stuff? They hire gay people, they serve gay people, but you're not allowed to eat there? Hey, LBGT community, wake up. It's the left that wants to deny you your rights. They're the, the party that's tyranny. It's crazy. Yeah. It's literally insane. When, you know... When you're not allowed to eat a chicken sandwich, something's really wrong with your agenda. Like you said, tyranny. It's tyranny, baby. Liberalism is where liberty goes to die. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.